0: Bald and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene, know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Papp. And hello, everybody, and welcome to
1: another episode of Bald and Blonde. I'm Cathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from down under in Australia. And with me, as always, is Daisy Papp, International Excellence Coach, and your host from the Florida Keys. Hi, Daisy. Hi, Kathy. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Daisy. It is episode 99.0. Nine, Can you believe it?
0: This is fabulous, fabulous, simply phenomenal.
1: It certainly has been a
0: ride, hasn't it? And it is super cool to be in the
1: top one and a half percent of podcasts globally after 18 months and 63 countries. We welcome all of you to the Bald and Blonde podcast. Please keep sharing the love. Today we have another awesome topic, if I do say so myself. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, guys, because I picked them. Today's topic is connection. Daisy. Connection. I think it it is a super important discussion to have as we remind all of our listeners all around the globe that we are speaking on a human being to human being basis in order to build better selves, better families, better communities, better societies, or leading on from self.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great topic again. Connection is by definition something that's linked together or that is connecting and that can be on a physical, on an emotional, on a spiritual level, it can be on an atom level, it can be on even when we look at the little particles, hmm? so how they say everything is connected. I'm not a physicist and I don't know. Nevertheless, when we speak about connection, Connection is very important and it is important to distinguish on the specific different aspects of connections and of the different levels of connections, I believe. Because connection just, okay, it's connected. Is it well connected? Is it strongly connected? Is it just loosely connected? Is it just trying to be connected? So there's so many little nuances, I think, that it's a great idea to speak about.
1: Let's absolutely agree. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where should we start?
0: <laughs> well, you had it in mind and you came up with a topic. What are your thoughts on connection?
1: Yes. Well, I did have the point I wanted to make other than we always let these conversations pretty much free flow, but I picked the topics because I have an instinct about some sort of message that I think is important. And I think right now connection is super important because I want to see the world heal and grow forward in a healthier way. And I guess that for me, that means we have to start at the basics, which is, yes, the self and then this human to human connection without being distracted constantly by technology. And I think that is really the point that I want to make, because a lot of the things I see starting to go awry, or maybe starting would be the wrong word, things going awry, a lot of it is... One technology perhaps not being used in the best way, but also the rest of us being distracted by this technology. And within that, we are losing a lot of human to human connection that I think really matters because it makes us stronger in a local sense. And that's really going to matter going forward, in my opinion. So, I guess that's perhaps a starting point for the conversation, but that is a point I wanted to share with our listeners because it is something I see as an issue and I think that the more of us that are aware of the consequences of allowing technology to excite us and distract us then we can focus in and make sure that we address this human to human connection which is what is going to build the foundations of tomorrow Mm -hmm. in my opinion I feel like I have to say my opinion today (laughs) (laughs)
0: I think you brought up a very important aspect because the connectivity amongst us humans is easier than ever before through the level of evolved technology. And let's face it, you would have not probably found me because you didn't find me like 15 years ago when I was in Brisbane, because I don't even know where you were. (laughs) I'm not sure I know where I was. (laughs) So when we have a look at it from this aspect, I do believe the technology itself is not bad. It's just like a knife. I used to bring up the knife quite often in episodes because... I can eat my dish deliciously and elegantly by cutting it with my knife or I can abuse the knife and threaten my neighbor's dog or I cut off my neighbor's roses or I throw the knife at something. So it depends on me what I'm using it for. Now, the level of self-discipline decreasing because of the overload of stimuli, that's a different story. But the technology itself, I believe, is... A good thing when we use it for us and not against us and not against nature and not against mankind and not against humanity and not abusing it for distortion, disruption, deceit. So technology itself is not the problem. How we use it is problematic oftentimes.
1: That's a really good point, which follows from last episode when we spoke about integrity and Mm. actions and standards of behavior. Yes, I absolutely agree. And I'm certainly not a technology hater. I have grown up with computers. In fact, I'm (laughs) proud to say I'm going to own it that I'm 50 this year. And being that my mum loves computers, I was lucky enough to have literally grown up with one in my house since they were first available in Australia, which was, I think, I was about 10 or 12. It was somewhere around there. So it's certainly the majority of my life. Technology has always been present in some form and I'm lucky enough to have seen it evolve mm. quite dramatically from the days of the old dial-up internet. Who's old enough to know what the dial-up internet, what that sound? In fact, our sound engineer might pop in the sound very briefly for three seconds for us just because it's humorous and it brings back memories of when the internet was really just a baby. And it took you 10 minutes to get connected and you went and made your cup of coffee and your sandwich and you got ready for whatever it was you were going to do and finally it would connect. Yeah. Yeah, I've certainly been around to see it evolve. So I have no problem with technology itself. It is more the way that it is used and applied and I think that's where our awareness needs to be. The impact of that locally on us, on our family, on our children and positive and negative ways too. Like my mum has taught so many seniors how to use email and that has kept them connected with people. Mm-hmm. So certainly positive things to come out of it, for sure. I won't deny that.
0: Mm. Well, even when a connection is established, let's say to the net, what you do then with that connection is up to you. So when we then have a look at the quality of connection on the internet or off the net, that is really what we, I think, can focus on for our own benefits. Now, Is it pleasurable to be interconnected and be globally connected? I do my work because I'm able to connect globally with humans one-on-one and with groups and be informed in very special ways at times. And I'm very grateful for that. Now, when I am solely connected in the virtual world, then my human experience is lacking. And that's the danger. Now, let's go back really like 40 years when actually the virtual reality was invented. And I wonder how many of our listeners are aware where it all stems from. Actually, it stems from the military because their fighter jets were so fast and the instruments were so far. And due to the speed and then looking here and there, and they were so quickly So much further that they came up with the idea, oh, so what if we would put you the instruments in the screen of your helmet so that you always have it there when you focus on it? And they created some prototypes and they then started introducing them to the fighter jets. And interestingly, they were all amazed and they said, yeah, we want that. That's awesome. That is how it actually began. And projected information on your windshield nowadays is almost an everyday experience when you drive at night so that you can see. You don't even have to look at your dashboard anymore almost. It's just like maybe five centimetres below your windshield.
1: Let me tell you that very much depends on how expensive your car is over here, yonder, yes. down, under. My second cousins have a car with that, and it costs them a lot more money than I would ever spend on a car. let just say, yeah. not that common yet, but yeah. it is out there, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you then have a look at it, that actually the intention was to make things easier for operators of really very heavy equipment that are actually flying up above at absolute stunning speed. And then it expanded into training facilities where a virtual reality was produced so people can get trained instead of For example, crashing heavy and very expensive pricey equipment. And then that turned into the gamer industry and it inspired further and ignited that, I believe, inhumane idea that actually humans should no longer interact. It's not my idea and I do not agree with it at all. That, okay, so they can be connected in the virtual world. There is technology out there. I know that some people buy property in a virtual land. Just think about it. It's very interesting. And probably Mm. as an investor, it might be risky, but might be a very flourishing investment. Nevertheless, the tendency is not very comforting to me. Because let's face it, the level of serotonin when we hug cannot be possibly replaced by a virtual experience. Hmm.
1: There's something about human face to face, even if it can't be in person, we're still unmasked here and I can see your facial expressions and your body language. And that's part of a satisfying conversation for me, which of course is why our wild ladies watch the video version of this podcast within the Wild Network because they want to see our faces and our
0: reactions, our giggles and all those human things, right? And guess what happened over the past couple of years? Even when there was human connection possibility face to face, it was without face because more than half of the face had to be covered in most places. That's...
1: Been one of the biggest travesties of the last two years, I believe, is the misinformation, misunderstanding around, and the lack of thought into the effects that was going to have, especially on the younger generation. It's appalling. On everyone. Masking an entire global population for no reason.
0: I cannot imagine that this was not possibly known. What an impact this has on little children who are now disabled to learn how to speak because long before they repeat through their ears, they see through the mirror neurons. Long before children start speaking, they observe their surrounding humans and they then train, although they are not speaking yet how they are forming their lips and how the muscles are used. And due to the mirror neurons, they start learning how to speak long before they speak. It's all taken away. The facial expressions are so little that a connection is very challenging. Because when I cannot see you smile, some people smile with their eyes without smiling in their cheeks hmm? or smiling with their mouth or with their lips, but you can still see that smile. Not everyone is gifted with smiling eyes.
1: So many emotional indicators are in our mouth, lower face expression as part of our whole face, but it is one of the major areas of expression, I would say, and to have that covered.
0: It cannot be possibly by accident. Because there are many studies that prove that even in labs, they're not using these sort of face diapers because they're worthless. They're useless. Yeah. Nevertheless, they are used in torturous prisons. So that much about connectivity and connection. Now, humans do need connection to develop healthily and to live a healthy content life, emotionally healthy. Now let's go back to where we connect on different levels. One is, let's say we have a common goal. You like this specific sports team and I like it too. We already connected. Mm. Let's say you speak a language that I speak too. We're connected on that level. Let's say you have a hobby and I have the same. That's connecting. Yeah. Let's say we like similar food. That's connecting. But when it really comes to connection is when we actually have an emotional connection. Because on the intellectual level, it is very fulfilling to have an intellectual connection. But it cannot be fully fulfilling without an emotional connection. When I'm solely connected on an emotional level, that's emotionally very fulfilling. But again, it does not create that contentedness because... I believe a fully content connection is when we can connect on several levels. Because let's say you and I, we connect on an emotional level. Let's say we connect on an intellectual level, but you have totally different goals than I. Mm. Then we are lacking that connection. I'm also not saying that we must connect on all levels. Because where we connect, that creates bonding. Differences create passion. Hmm? It is the balance I believe yes that will bring it into a healthy harmonious state
1: and that can be a good thing I think and can have good results Mm. but then I also think that when you connect on several levels like you're talking about they're the people that end up being integral and close to you and you build something meaningful and long term with and I think that's certainly the case for us and many people are surprised when I tell them that we've never met in person because we sound like we probably have known each other for a super long time, but it's because of the priority and the value that we place on our relationship and the effort that we've gone into building it following mutual values that has made it as effective and strong and successful as it is today. And that's mm. possible for everybody,
0: I think. Just listen to every episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think important to mention here is the integrity because when I really want to connect in a healthy way and I'm aware of my integrity and my level of integrity and my standards, then it becomes easier to choose healthy connections. And then they can be fulfilling to those connecting. So that is how we then build a strong community, little or small. Community can also be your cat and you. It can also be your neighborhood, can be the city of Brisbane. It can be your state of Queensland, can be the country and continent of Australia so it can be then again on a big scale on a large scale the human family so nevertheless the human interaction is extremely important for our mental and physical well-being and it is important to inspire one another although we were a little bit on a diet hmm? where many people were not allowed to see one another, it is important. It is healthy for us, for our relationships, for our connections, and especially for what's to come next.
1: Yes. And I want to add in here, podcast listeners, come and see Daisy and I. Come and interact with us with live workshops It's all on the Wild Network. Go to baldandblonde.live. There's a button to join and come and be part of the Bald and Blonde family so that we can see your face too. We're excited Mm -hmm. to meet you all. So I had to throw that in there, guys, because we're super excited about the video content that we're creating for you, but also about these live workshops where you'll be able to interact Mm -hmm. with us. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, for now, these workshops... The live workshops will remain online, but we are working and planning on live workshops in person and probably somewhere in Africa, because that would be halfway between Australia and here, the US. But maybe if I'm going to Europe, then maybe we choose somewhere in Asia, because that also would then make it almost halfway. And then we will (laughs) inform you on time nevertheless, for now, go and seek connection where you are. In order to do that, it is very easy to take an inventory. What are your likes? What are your interests? What are your hobbies? And go there where these hobbies can be practiced. If it's a library, then go to a library. If it is a soccer field, then go to the soccer field. If it is walking on a beach, go and walk on a beach. If it is walking in the mountains or hiking, then go there. Why? Because there you will find like-minded people who have that with you as a common denominator. So the connection and the connectivity is already easier to establish than when I go somewhere where I don't like being. First of all, I will be in a very different mood and maybe I'm not at my best. Mm. For example, if someone would want to invite me to a baseball game and I understand there are millions of people who just love baseball. It is just not my favorite. Nevertheless, if someone invites me to a horse track, then I'm all in. Or if somebody takes me to a ranch where there are horses and where they are breeding horses, then I'm all in. So you see, then I will be presenting myself in a happier me state. Mm. So go and do something that you enjoy doing and go there where it's possible to do. There you will find most likely and... hmm, more frequently, humans who enjoy doing that as well. And then it is already easier to start a connection. For example, when you're hiking and then you're walking on this trail, then you most likely have already the opportunity to speak at least about the trail. Hey, wow, so how far did you get? Oh, yeah, well, I did this far and I went so many kilometers or miles. And oh, how was it for you? Oh, yeah. And did you see that beautiful tree, that beautiful bird, that wonderful cloud or the beautiful sunset, whatever it is, and make these connections in your area where you are at. Let's say the Internet does not work for a month. I'm hoping this is not going to be the case, but nevertheless, it could happen. Let's say, who do you know you can connect to? Who do you know you can trust? Who do you know who can trust you? That is connectivity and connection. That's truly valuable. I remember speaking to many people who were living in Eastern Europe during socialism and communism. And there it was much easier to survive and thrive when you had connections, good connections. That is excellent to remember And interestingly, those who remember those times, they're much better in having human connections now, although they may work online, but they have so much interest and they are so much cherishing the connection, real connection, one-on-one. Look, I may know a million people around the world. I don't know them personally, but they know me. So therefore, if I shout out for help, then they may come to my rescue. But how can they help me? Let's say I'm falling down my stairs and I say, hey, can you get me help or can you get me up? They cannot come and help. I need someone who is close by. So look in your region. How far can you walk? How far can you go by bicycle? How far can you look and choose there those valuable humans that have similar levels of integrity, similar core values, and connect with them. Why it will be easy for you to connect with them, even though you are not somebody who connects easily, is because they will be so happy to connect with you when you are on that level of integrity, morals, behavior, core values. It will make it much easier to connect.
1: Yeah, they're wise words, Daisy. Thank you. And I, again, direct you to the episode we did last week on integrity. Make sure you go and listen to that, guys. It's an important piece of this conversation. We're going to cut it off there. That's all we've got time for today's episode. But it's been a really great conversation that I hope makes you think about the many facets of connection. That's it from us today. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from Down Under. Thank you to Daisy. We are
0: bald and blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution Podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group, where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website, where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies, so you can get more value please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.